0: Hello, everybody. This is Dan Woods here at Early Adopter Research, and today we're doing another in the podcast series, Designing Enterprise Platforms. I'm really happy to be sitting here with Stan Lowe, Chief Information Security Officer at a global level for Zscaler.
1: Good afternoon. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, and so today we're going to advance the uh, research agenda that I have for RSA 2020. As I've done in the other podcasts from RSA 2020, I'm looking to understand four key questions about cybersecurity. The first is, has cybersecurity been an area in which platforms have been slow to develop? Why is that? Why haven't we seen broad platforms? The second question is, uh, why has point solutions why have point solutions been so persistent in the uh, the cybersecurity arena? If we look here at the RSA floor, we see massive amounts of point solutions, mm-hmm. and and far fewer than we see uh, with other uh, domains of enterprise software. Awesome. Are we entering an era, the third question, uh, in which platforms may develop? And if not, fourth question, how are we going to deal with a world of all these point solutions? Now, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit and then talk about what Zscaler is and does in in terms of its relationship to being a platform?
1: So, you know, I'm I'm Stan Lowe. I'm the global chief information security officer for Zscaler. I have responsibilities for many responsibilities. (laughs) Like every says on the face of the earth, I've got lots of hats that I have to wear. Um, I am responsible for enterprise security, I help with the platform security, I deal with global governments and I have a customer facing role as well. So I get to talk to a lot of different CISOs and a lot of different verticals and find out you know, opinions and stuff on that. So to answer sort of the first question, I think the reason why uh, there's so many point solutions is because of the way that cybersecurity developed. Over time, because we were constantly discovering new little issues that we had, and I've never met a security guy that didn't like a tool f- to solve a solution or solve a problem. It was this shiny problem, thing, "Hey, I've got a problem with by tool. I've got a problem with by tool." That's why we ended up with so many of these point solutions, is because that's what our architecture drove us to. You know, uh, you know, So we were discovering a problem. We needed a tool. Not uh, you know, the tools were single point solutions and not necessarily multi solution issues now we started to see later on and
0: you think that was driven by the customer preference or do you think it was driven by by the fact that uh you know these these problems were urgent. You know because I they represented vulnerability. It, it's
1: the former rather than the latter, yeah. or the latter rather than the former. It's, it was driven because of the urgent need to ha- solve a problem. You know we've right. got a problem. We need something to, to in place to be able to address that issue, that that burgeoning or that emerging threat at any given time. So that's why we saw things like antivirus. It's things like we saw IDSs. Remember back in the early nineties, ISS Real Secure that just popped up onto the market because we realized that hey the endpoints and that was about the same time laptops started becoming into common use, we started seeing those types of point solutions be implemented for those to solve a specific problem based upon the architectures that we had at the time. Now, we're at that sort of inflection point in our architectures where what we've done before. To get us to this point, from an architectural perspective, has changed or is starting to change. Our businesses, our business models, are moving a lot more to the to the cloud. We're seeing a lot more SaaS services that IT and businesses are consuming. Office 365 service now, workday, uh, you know, Azure S3 buckets, you know, um, you know, AWS instances, and they're moving their data and their applications from a traditional data center out into the cloud. So. The fact that we still see a lot of these point solutions tells me that we still have uh, a ways to go with regard—not a ways to go, but you know, a little bit to go with regards to how we look at architecture and how we uh, we design solutions to fit that. We've, you know, at Zscaler, sort of approached this to the fact that we know we're, we're betting the farm on the fact that we know that platforms are going to be the way to go.
0: And so let's stop here for those people who aren't cybersecurity nerds. Why don't you explain? You
1: should be. Yes,
0: exactly. (laughs) Why don't you explain? To, to like the general business audience, sure. what is Zscaler and how is it different than other cybersecurity platforms?
1: So, Zscaler is primarily a cloud security service provider. We provide two main things. We essentially have a, a full security stack in the cloud for your outbound connection that does all of the entire security stack. That makes it more efficient. You know, it's a single open, multi, uh, multi-access, single open. So, as the packet goes by, we fire off all the IDS, the IPS firewall, SSL decryption, that whole nine yards happens to every packet. As it goes by, there's one single um, uh, admin portal to govern all this stuff, and you get a single log feed out of it, which you know, drives complexity out of the organization. Plus, it gives you a better user experience, and it allows you to access those applications and data in the cloud, no matter where they are. Second part of the, the, the platform is ZPA, Zscaler Private Access, which allows you to um, access applications and data securely from anywhere your workers are you know, either in Starbucks, 35,000 feet in the air, flying to a little metal tube, you know, in South Korea, in Japan, in South Africa, in Europe, and they get the exact same access, the same user experience, and the same policies that are applied to them no matter where they are. And that gives you secure access to applications and data everywhere. But the, 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 the kicker is this is it's not a VPN replacement because we don't put people on the network. We claim it's user, application and data and not the network so that's sort of what zscaler does our proposition is and if you based upon that description that is the very definition of a security platform
0: right because you have both an integrated set of point solutions Mm -hmm. in the you know outbound uh, domain and then you have an integrated set of solutions in the the ZPA domain exactly and then when you say that it's not a VPN what you're saying is that it's not that you don't get a VPN like protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's you don't you get it without being the network being right. the problem. You connect. I mean, because I mean, and for people who don't know, Zscaler is sort of like a, a content uh, distribution network in that they have points of presence all over the world, mm-hmm. and when you connect to Zscaler, you connect. You, when you connect to your applications, you first connect to Zscaler and then that's Zscaler, the point.
1: Exactly. That's Zscaler the point. gets you to the application. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of like an on-ramp for an expressway that we manage. So you get on the HOV lanes and you whip by everybody else. That's, that's a very, very you know, rudimentary way of looking at it. And we have on-ramps onto this Oh dear God, we just made an information super highway reference. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wait, oh, not, yeah. not, Let's go down that road. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> no, you invented anyway, it, didn't you? But yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it's sort of apropos if you stop to look at it. Yeah. You know. right. But anyway, but there are entrances to the to the network everywhere on the planet, which gives you a better user Got experience. It.
0: So so back to our thesis. Now the, so the what you're saying is that you have a platform that the, the, the platform you have is, is oriented toward a new model of, mm-hmm. of consumption Absolutely. and of computing in the cloud. Right. Um, you're saying, essentially, that you see platforms happening, but they're happening as a transition to the cloud, that we're really unlikely to see a platform in the on-premise world. We'll see one in the cloud before we see one in the on-premise world.
1: I, I think... You're correct because of the cloud is the easiest integration point because it you know it's sort of an untapped field. We're dealing with a legacy architecture on the on-prem that there's it's hard to develop a a, a platform approach because you require that, that same common tool set, that same common environment across the enterprise and that just doesn't exist in a legacy environment because of the way we built that stuff. I mean, you know, it's sort of a Frankenstein model of, hey, we need this, we'll buy this server, we need this application, we'll buy this server. And it's grown that way over time. Now there are some organizations that have been lucky enough to to have an enforced architecture really where they have a somewhat... Uh, lowest common denominator that they could possibly put a platform on but there's nobody looking because there's no money there. You know, the the money is in, is in selling them point solutions, you know, to solve, you know, problems that they have that are point problems that they've had forever and if they take the solution out then they won't have that that creates a risk profile so, you know. So we do what we've always done. Right. And that sort of it, you know drives that behavior that we're seeing now.
0: Well, I've talked to about four or five people about this and I've got a variety of theses about this, mm-hmm. that I'd love to run by you and see what you have to say. Oh boy, let's okay. Wait for this. <laughs> the, the, the first one is that you know, even if you look at Zscaler as a platform, or or, or you know something like CrowdStrike or Carbon mm-hmm. Black as an endpoint protection platform, um, all of those uh, are narrower than you know these these uh, uh, larger platforms we see you know for the e-business suite mm-hmm. or something like that. Now, uh, in that. Is it is is the the sort of targeted nature of the clou- of the cybersecurity platforms driven by the fact that there's not a commonality of requirements you know in the cybersecurity world? Like I was just talking to a company called Reblaze that essentially does something similar to Zscaler but around a web application domain. Mm-hmm. You know, all traffic goes in through Reblaze, all traffic goes out through Reblaze. It creates a, a private version of this mm-hmm. cloud surrounding your stuff. That's perfect for like an e-commerce site, yeah. but it wouldn't work at all for an on-premise mm-hmm. you know, solution. Right. And so are we really gonna see not platforms, but like targeted sort of um, uh, you know, suites or suites that, that become platforms instead of platforms?
1: uh uh-huh. So I think that's a transitional uh, step. And, and the reason, and, and I'm, I'm saying that because if you look back in the history of, and we'll get out of security and we'll look at IT, Back in the mid '90s, you'll look at uh, if you remember back then, we had I don't know what hell nine operating systems. There was Windows, there was Linux, there was Linux, there was or Linux Linux, Uh, there was Mac OS, there was OS2 Warp, there was uh, there was a plethora of them. Now, now if we look now today, we're 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 at three. You know, right now it's Chrome OS, Apple, and Windows, for the most part. So, and that was... Well, driven. except on the server side where uh, Linux is... Yeah, Linux is... I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, well, we'll give them, you know, an honorable mention. Linux is still out there. Yeah. You yeah. know, Apache Web servers and stuff like that. But it's not at the level... You know, it's not as widely used as those other three applications or those three other operating systems. And the reason why it got driven to that way was a commonality of use, which we were just talking about is a standard. So, enterprises set the standard or they standardized on Windows. The a lot of the consumer-based organizations sta- settled on Mac, you know, because it was a consumer product and still is for the most part. So you see that sort of that 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 organic standardization forcing itself on the market by pure virtue of choice. So my i think the way that you know is going to drive that is not necessarily you know a standard that somebody says hey this is a security standard although you know from a you know, a global, you know, strategic type thing. There needs to be something done with regards to behavior on the Internet, what's good, what's bad, what's allowable, what's not, sort of like a Geneva Convention. So, so, Internet,
0: so you're saying that, I mean, you're, what, what are the forces that are going to drive toward a platform?
1: Because
0: so, you're, you're saying it, that these targeted platforms are on transitional yeah, step. Why it, are they a transitional step?
1: Well, because the cost, the, 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 the cost curve for cybersecurity right now is unsustainable. I mean, if you look at the O&M cost for most organizations based upon the number of tool sets that they have and you know, just by pure virtue of the fact of inflation, the amount of money that is being spent on just the, uh, maintaining the stuff that you have today is, is an exponential curve and boards are going to go, hey, you know, I'm paying you for all of this. I'm paying for all this. I'm paying for all these tools. I'm paying for all this O&M. I'm paying for all this overhead, but yet we're still getting popped. Right. So, you know. Why do I continue to do that? So that tells us one thing that we're sort of at that inflection point of we need to do something different. So I so think that, that's going to drive us. I to a see platform. because
0: yeah, last year's research topic for me was, as we discussed, why isn't, why aren't people pruning their portfolios? Mm-hmm. And what you're saying now is people aren't pruning pr- their portfolios because they're not being demanded to. Right. But but
1: There's no at, some point, at some point, at some
0: point, the cost will get so high that people will say. You gotta prune this, and yeah. that's going to drive to platforms. Uh,
1: that's going to drive to platforms. Plus, you know that and the way that our businesses are actually conducting business, you know they want to use these tools, they want to use these things—the latest, best, brightest—you know the different version of Salesforce or you know some type of you know marketing campaign or some type of tool that they can put in the cloud to make them agile and use everything. The promise that the cloud has to offer, which is the ability to change the way you do business quickly. In order to have that happen, you can't have a point solution that does that. You have to operate in a platform. So both the cost pressures from the board as well as our businesses The needs for agility. Exactly. The needs to be able to respond to changing market trends are going to drive that
0: whether we want it or not. And also it helps with the skills shortage because you push, especially with a SaaS-based platform, Mm -hmm. you push all this cybersecurity expertise onto the vendor right. and you just have to worry part, about You
1: just have to, you know, the implementation part of that. and then they're still going to be like, hey, listen, is this a good thing to do or not? You know, is this type of policy? They're, you know, well, the, jobs, the jobs will be there. They'll just change.
0: Well, no, there'll be an internal SOC and an external sock. Right. The internal SOC will be about understanding the complexity of your business. Yeah. The external sock will I be about, yeah. about, about un, you know, identifying events. Right. You identify the events, you handle them if they're easy, and if they're not, you hand them to the business so they can understand the business yeah, context. I, I
1: agree with that. Yep, absolutely. That's a, that's, a, that's a fair and accurate statement. So one of the interesting things that, you know, this is a little pet theory of mine about how this whole thing is going to go, whether you're going to hear it whether you want to or not, you can cut this later, <laughs> is, you know, I, much like that theory about how the operating systems work, I think, you know, in the next five years so we'll get to you know in order to you know have that 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 ability to to drive efficiency into the security organization and thus drive down costs. you're going to end up with like you're going to get your entire security stack from one two three four maybe five as many as five different vendors just like you do now you get your operating system for Microsoft, you get your Office product suites from Microsoft. You know there's some Google out there floating around, and then you know, right, some, right. there's some Mac stuff, but they're all outliers. But you know, I think you're going to see the the large security players. Basically, you get everything from them, and the, the interesting thing is.
0: So, that but but that's the question. Is I think that my argument would be that you will get a certain set of security that's integrated tightly from a Zscaler or a Fortinet or something mm-hmm. like that. But then you're going to have different uh, anchor tenants, is one the way somebody said it. Yeah. Okay. You know, so Zscaler will be an anchor tenant, uh, and then CrowdStrike or Silence or Carbon Black will be the endpoint protection anchor tenant, and then maybe you have uh, a point solution that helps you do better in something that you think mm-hmm. is really important, like yeah, encryption yeah. or data protection, or or something else that you're vulnerable to, and and and. The, the the challenge will be to make all of these anchor tenants work together, and then fill in gaps with point yeah, solutions.
1: Yeah, and it's so that that's one way it can go. I'm 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 sort of you know I'll, I'll we'll bet in five years we'll come back more we'll, we'll I'll bet yes a nice cigar and a bottle of bourbon okay so angels envy five years from today fair, oh, fair okay. enough Let's see where we are but and I, and
0: my my what I want is a, a trip to the the best cheese cave in San Francisco a
1: cheese cave is are there cheese caves in San
0: Francisco oh I'm sure it was, there's, a, <laughs> there's there's some places somebody we can get will great make cheese. one between now and <laughs> yeah, then yeah, yeah, hey yeah. listen these two guys <laughs> some,
1: you know, they'll, they'll they'll be pitching into it the okay. capitalists in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think you know really we're going to get to the point it'll be either that something like that or a version of that or you know you'll be a Microsoft shop or a Zscaly shop or you know a, a whoever shop and you'll get everything from Endpoint to like a you know I think that that's what's going to happen and
0: you know and it'll be driven by the economics it'll be driven and the, by complexity. the, and the complexity and the skill whenever. shortage probably exactly
1: well I mean it'll have, all of those will, just like in, like in economics there are different factors that have impact onto how an econo- economy runs will have different external influences on how this market develops and how we develop the technology to support that. And I think it's going to be cost, I think it's going to be skill set, I think it's going to be complexity and the ability to be agile to be able to support the business's ability to do, you know, protect and drive revenue. And that's what's going to drive this entire thing is, you know, the security's focus is not about on technology anymore. It's about changing the way that security thinks about their job, and their job is to allow their businesses to do primarily two things: protect and drive revenue, in the most risk acceptable manner possible. And how do you do that? You can't do it with point solutions, because your businesses are moving all to the cloud to you know, to get, take advantage of that agility and that. that well, the point
0: station. solutions exist in the cloud.
1: It's yeah, they do, but you know, it's it's so complex that you know. Well, it's but
0: but uh, but but the thing is, like, I can. I mean, my my response to that would be that if you're a company that has incredibly valuable IP, like you know HBO, for example, with all of they were hacked and there was a claim given that yeah. they were going to release the you know the uh, yeah, Game of Thrones uh, of episodes, of episode yeah, earlier, yeah. yeah. But let's say you have a, a crown jewels sort of you know situation mm-hmm. there, um, you might invest in you know a super yeah. advanced data protection, you know. Uh, uh, just for those, oh, crowns. yeah, jewels. I see what you're saying. You yeah, know, yeah. and so you might need a data point solution for I,
1: that. I, I, I don't disagree with it. That 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 type of thing is going to happen, but it won't be, uh, it won't be the norm because a lot of people, most people, you know, their 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 businesses are very transactional. You'll see that maybe in the entertainment and financial, and you know, maybe healthcare. But those you know, we're already doing that with those things today. But the vast, there'll be margin things out there, you know, and there still be a, there'll still be. Room so, for those points, so, so I think the vast majority will be handled. The, the meme, we'll call it the mean, will be handled so, by a so You're
0: arguing that companies like Zscaler, companies like you know the other ones will be able to. You to, can say their names. I'm not yeah, kidding. you know Palo Alto, Fortinet, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, et cetera, Cisco will be able to com- create integrated platforms and will be able to offer that that integrated solution. I mean, if you ask me, I think that there's a there's an engineering problem to that statement, mm-hmm. and that is is it possible to create a platform out of separately engineered components like cisco would be like the the the, the, the would be the yeah. most acquired sort of company yeah exactly. fortinet would probably be the least you know yeah, yeah. and so like like i, I think will there you is
1: an engineering problem and so that was uh, so that you've, you've sort of like that's the flat point in my theory where does innovation happen right do you innovate, and in, because eventually you're going to get so big, do you innovate internally, or you do you buy innovation? Do you invest in startups with the idea of acquiring them and, and importing them? That's really the only, you know, like like, for lack of a better word, flat spot or flaw in that entire, you know, you know, security ecosystem argument is how does that happen? And I haven't quite figured that out yet. I right, mean, so
0: you're saying that you're saying that you, you, even as a platform company, you, you'd have to be suspicious of your ability to sustain innovation. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much integration work, there's yep, so yep, much yep, yep. work to do just to keep yeah, the it, thing you, together.
1: It is an engineering problem, and, and how do you solve that engineering problem? But you know, again, you know.
0: It, it, well, the other engineering problem is if you have three or four point solutions working together and they're from different code bases with different engineering principles, how do you gradually yeah. synchronize them and move them so that they can start supporting each other and yeah, the platform yeah, see, that, can become like, better? You have
1: to be super picky about who you get and who you buy.
0: Right, because you can, you can get into situations where the point solution is like, the engineering principles in it are incompatible with...
1: Right, and right. you, know, you, you end up with a, the rest a, of, a problem like you know, the company formerly known as Symantec. I mean, right. you know, essentially their integration point was their UI and that, you know, that caused an untold problem back on the support side, the user happiness side, customer retention side because of the complexity of the engineering that had to happen to integrate all those products. They just went up the stack to the least painful point, which, you know, it, you know, it is what it is It happened how it happened, but you know, that was the best engineering choice they had at the time. I don't blame them for making it. I would have made it. But, you know, when we move to this platform thing how are we going to solve all that and again you know the the idea is having you know engineered a a a core set of components and a core set of engineering or a core set of products that have the ability to have things bolted onto them that don't require a whole lot of engineering and then you, you may have some one-offs where you have to do that sort of time in yeah. while you work on the back end to be able to provide that, that that scratch, that itch for the market. So we'll see what happens, but five years from today. That's right. Cheese cave or bourbon. <laughs> yeah.
0: so, um, and then uh, what would your advice be to a CISO who had to figure out how in this current environment do I prepare and create uh, an environment that is Using the current choices I have today gets me to a situation in which I'm reducing my complexity, increasing my integration, mm-hmm. without having to pay for it. All yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, and it, and that's the that's 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 sort of you know the the the, the million dollar question, yeah, literally, but. The thing is, is we're going to exist in a hybrid world for the foreseeable future because there are a lot of large businesses out there that have been a lot of investment in legacy. So we're going. Well, gonna we, we still one.
0: have mainframes, yeah, you, know, mean, you know, uh, running huge amounts of the yeah, world.
1: I mean, you're going to have a foot in one camp and both camps for the foreseeable future. So the idea is, is to architect your strategy and when I, I'm saying architect a strategy develop a strategy if you don't have one get one start talking to your businesses and the strategy
0: it, what's the what is the problem the strategy is trying to solve
1: how to allow your businesses to use the tools and technology that they need to be able to drive and protect revenue that's the conversation unless you're in healthcare then it's better healthcare outcomes right. you know if you're the government is delivering you know, that that sort of thing. But your idea is you can't be inwardly focused. You you can't be focused on the technology. You have to be focused on business outcomes, and that's the change that CISOs now have to make. They have to be business people and technologists second. So talk to your businesses, figure out what their strategies are, and then align your strategies to support what they're trying to do. Got it. And that's it, and you'll be successful that way. But if you don't, right,
0: and then you can. There's lots of, and then everybody can mix and match as they need it. Sure. There's Absolutely. no. There's. We, we're not going to be able to solve the universal solution for that because yeah. there is no universal right.
1: solution. They just. The, you know, doesn't exist. So, but the best you can do is, is you know support the businesses and plan for the future, architect your 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 strategy and your your your, your systems to be able to support rapid change. I mean, you don't have so, you know, don't build yourself into a corner. Got it. For lack of a better word.
0: Well, thank you so much, Stan. It's always a pleasure to talk yeah, to you. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully we can do this next year.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, take it easy.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.